from sales lessons learned from professional wrestling. Coming to you from the Delaware Wrestling on Thunderdome, I am your host, Benjamin Burroughs. I am one voice that stands alone. I am one choice to man the throne. Stand guard and take shots, give it all I got. All I got is this microphone. And it is a great and glorious day to be out selling your products and selling your services because you are the great American thunder on which this nation rolls. Because nothing happens until something is sold. Nothing happens until you sell it. Welcome to Grunt to Grown, sales lessons learned from professional wrestling. I'm your host, Benjamin Burroughs. We are coming to you from the fabulous Delaware Wrestling Thunderdome. And I want to thank uh, Sunny Thunder and the Sons of Thunder for allowing us to alter our schedule uh, today to bring you this podcast. Um, last night, I got in kind of late, had to get up extremely early this morning and uh, they allowed me to alter uh, my schedule. So I want to thank you guys for that. Also, I want to thank Dave the Ray uh, for being flexible with his schedule. You know, it's kind of cool when you come into the uh, Delaware Wrestling Thunderdome at this time of the day, you get to see a lot of activity and a lot of action. And um, as I was here doing some work, I got the opportunity to see some young wrestlers learning their craft some young wrestlers perfecting their craft. I got to see Riot Richards. I got to see White Boy Frank. And I got to see the Cleveland Kingpin, T-Rod Harris, all practice uh, their craft here at the Delaware Wrestling Thunderdome. So Sunny Thunder, Sons of Thunder, and our producer Dave the Ray, thank you so very much. And I want to apologize to you. I know we're late with the podcast, and I'm sorry for that. Uh, last night, I was out pretty late. I, I had the opportunity to DJ the wedding reception for Mr. and Mrs. Daniel Sylvester Owens. That's D-O-N-G, Daniel and Gabrielle. They're better known as Bride Dressed in Black. And the theme music that we have here for the podcast is called Payable on Death, and that is D-O-N-G, the group Bride Dressed in Black. It was a great honor to uh, be able to participate in their wedding. It was a great honor to be able to participate in their uh, reception. And anytime, you know this, uh, anytime you get the opportunity to be uh, in a wedding of young people, uh, you know it's such a great honor. And it was an honor last night. So I want to thank D-O-N-G for allowing me to be involved in that. And I pray and trust you will have many, many, many great years of marriage. And I'm just waiting for some children now. I mean, I know that's quick. You just got married last night, but you know me. I uh, got a couple of grandsons, need some more, maybe a granddaughter or two. <laughs> I also had to get up uh, early this morning, go and visit some of my key clients so uh, that made the podcast here a little late. So please be gracious, and, and I ask for your forgiveness. Um, it was an exciting morning, and I got good news. So um, uh, it just has been a great sales day, and I hope it's been a great sales day 
uh, for you. Also, just want to catch up on some stuff that happened over the weekend. Uh, some wrestling that went on over the weekend. Uh, I think it, Friday night, Ring of Honor had their Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view. And uh, my neighbors, them boys from Sandy Fork, Delaware, the Briscoe Brothers, they retained the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. So congratulations to Mark and Jay, the Briscoe Brothers. Um, also, the Young Bucks were on the show, and Cody, uh, the American Nightmare. These, these guys are changing professional wrestling, and they're bringing passion back to professional wrestling. And that's what I like to see. I love to see the passion. Uh, when I had the opportunity to interview the Briscoes for the book, Run to Grown, Sales Lessons Learned from Professional Wrestling, I complimented them with the fact that they remind me of professional wrestling from when I was a kid. Professional wrestling, when the wrestlers had passion, when they wrestled not just for the fame or the glory or for the money, but because they had a deep love for the industry of professional wrestling. And professional wrestling is not unlike any other form of entertainment, especially sports entertainment. You know, I remember as a kid, my father loved the Baltimore Colts. Now, I'm a lifelong Eagles fan, but he loved the Baltimore Colts. And I remember meeting several of the Baltimore Colts who were, you know, household names. People knew who they were. And yet on the offseason, they had to sell cars to make ends meet or sell insurance. They played football. Yeah, there's fame. And yeah, there's glory. But they played football because of the passion the passion for the sport, the passion for the game. And I put the Briscoe brothers in that same vein. When you talk with them and when you meet with them, you understand and you see the love and the passion that they have for professional wrestling. So congratulations to uh, my neighbors, Dem Boys, uh, from Sandy Fork, Delaware, for retaining the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships. Also, there was a 1CW card that won, won off at uh, the Cross Christian Academy in Seaford, Delaware. And uh, I, I went to enjoy the show with my grandson, the Skull Crusher. And uh, quite, a, quite an exciting show. They did a real interesting twist on a triple crown match. And they ended up crowning a new 1CW champion. Now, JT Funk went into the night as the champion. So here's what they did. They, they, they took eight wrestlers and drew their names randomly to have four matches. The winner of those four matches would draw randomly and be two tag teams that would compete against each other. And then the tag team that won, those two partners had to battle each other for the one CW championship. 
Very interesting take on the Triple Crown match. And at the end of the night, it was the hitman for hire weighing in at 27 body bags, Mr. Grimm being crowned the one CW champion. And here's just a, a little bit from, from that evening, me and my grandson, the Skull Crusher, uh, with his merch from the werewolf and talking about Mr. Grimm. Here's just a, an, an audio clip from the evening. And you need to get your werewolf merch. Funky white boy! Go, Mr. Grimm, the hitman for hire! Weighing in at 27 body bags! Mr. Mr. Grimm! That was my grandson and I at the 1CW uh, matches on Saturday night at the Cross Christian Academy in Seaford, Delaware. It was the Funky White Boy taking on Mr. Grimm for the 1CW championship. And Mr. Grimm, as my grandson, the Skull Crusher, predicted, won the 1CW championship. And if you don't support uh, independent and local uh, professional wrestling, please do. Uh, one, it's a lot of fun. And especially if you have uh, uh, children to take, uh, the, the wrestlers are extremely cool. They hang out with the kids and they sign autographs and they make themselves very accessible. And um, I support 1CW uh, down here in Lower Delaware. I also like to support Rampage Pro Wrestling from up in Dover, Delaware. Uh, they do their shows at the Delaware Agricultural Museum. Also like ECWA up north in Wilmington, Delaware. I like uh, uh, Primal Conflict Wrestling with my uh, friend uh, Tyler Steele over in uh, Northern Virginia and the Western or the Eastern panhandle of West Virginia, although Primal Conflict is promoting a show in Philadelphia. I'll bring you details on that as that progresses. That's going to be pretty cool to see a Primal Conflict wrestling in a Philadelphia. And I also like to support MCW, Maryland Championship Wrestling. So get out and support your local independent wrestling scene. You know, it cost us $11 for me and my grandson to get in and see wrestling. Now, he did hit me up for 20 bucks because he wanted to get a werewolf T-shirt and a werewolf wristband, and uh, there was a wrestler there, uh, uh, the werewolf, and, uh, you know, the skull crusher and him just kind of like instantaneously uh, liked each other. So um, go out and check out independent wrestling. I can't speak enough about it. I'm smiling and I'm laughing. Dave the Razor over there making funny faces at me. You know, here's this 57-year-old guy going to watch independent wrestling. <laughs> hey, Dave, I wrote a book, Grunt to Grown, Sales Lessons Learned from Professional Wrestling, dude. Come on. <laughs> so as we jump into the podcast this week, oh, I did get an email. Uh, and if you do want to email me, email me at greatamericanthunder at gmail.com. I did get an email from Lori the Destroyer. And Lori the Destroyer uh, sells consumables uh, to the hospitality uh, vertical in New York City. And uh, Lori the Destroyer wrote me and said, you know, how do you find time to write a book, do a podcast, you know, do the research, do all that? And uh, it, it comes back down to passion. It comes to, back down to the passion 
that you see from the independent wrestlers, that you see from the likes of the Briscoe brothers uh, from Ring of Honor. It takes time. It, it really does. Uh, it took me a year to write the book. And uh, as, I, as I wrote in the book, you know, I'm very gracious that my family gave me the time and the space to be able to write that book. And I'm working on a second one. And so they're like into extra graciousness right now uh, with it. But uh, it does take time. But I love professional sales. I love getting up in the morning and uh, going out and seeing my clients. I love closing business, prospecting for new business, and share shifting, uh, you know, a share of wallet. Um, and I hope in some small way that the Grunt to Grown podcast and that the, the book Grunt to Grown, Sales Lessons Learned from Professional Wrestling, in some small way, I hope it helps you advance your career that's my desire that's my prayer and um, I hope that it does because I have a great passion for professional sales I have a deeper love for you for Lori the destroyer and all the sales professionals who are out there beating the streets each and every day and I hope in some small way I can help you advance your career. And Lori the Destroyer, thank you for the email, and I hope that answers your question. And if you'd like to ask me a question, uh, correspond with me, uh, shoot me some negative, shoot me some positive, uh, whatever's on your heart, just hit me up at greatamericanthunder at gmail.com. That's greatamericanthunder at gmail.com. And I want to jump into this week's podcast. We've been talking a lot about the experience. You know, the customer, the client wants an experience. And we're going to bring you more about how to create the experience. But I wanted to sidetrack just a little bit because I, I read a very interesting article from WrestlingInc.com. And it has to do with the WWE and their flagship program, Monday Night Raw. And this is from WrestlingInc.com. Monday's WWE Raw, last Monday night. Monday's WWE Raw featuring The Shield teaming up for the first time in nearly one year to defeat Baron Corbin and the Authors of Pain in a six-man main event drew 2.35 million viewers. This is down 12% from last week's show and is the lowest raw viewership in the program's history. It came in under the 2.47 million viewer mark which was set on July 9th so I I say this and I bring this up because I have mixed emotions and mix, mixed feeling, feelings about this the WWE and Vince McMahon Jr. really made it a point many years ago to dominate professional wrestling, to run out all of its competition. You know, they 
pretty much destroyed the territorial wrestling system. And it and it left only the independent shows, which don't have the money or the production to compete on a global scale with the WWE. And I'm a fan of the territorial days. I thought it was the greatest error of professional wrestling. Now, that could be bias, and, and I'm sure some of the younger professional wrestling fans would argue with me on that. But it was great because there was competition. There was competition um, um, among the brands. There was competition among the champions. There was competition that drove each territory to be better. And I pulled out my 1986, my December 1986 PWI Wrestling Magazine just to take a look at how much competition there was in 1986. Now, you had the PWI's top 10, which included Hawk Hogan, Dusty Rhodes, Nikita Koloff at three, interviewed him for the book, Grunt to Groan. What a great man. What a great wrestler. What a great minister. Randy Savage at four, Terry Gordy at five, Nick Bockwinkle at six, Rick Flair at seven, Chris Adams at eight, Magnum TA at nine, and Lex Luger at 10. That was your top 10. And, you know, they all were not in the same wrestling federation. Hawk and Randy Savage came from the WWF, Dusty Rhodes, Nikita Koloff. They came from the NWA, Nick Bockwinkle. He came from the AWA. And then down across the bottom of the page, it listed out all the brands of wrestling that a fan like myself could enjoy. Dusty Rhodes at the time was the world champion of the NWA. Nick Bockwinkle was the champion of the AWA. His number one contender was Sergeant Slaughter. Hulk Hogan, champion of the WWF. World Championship wrestling, Nikita Koloff, Tully Blanchard, ranked number two, world-class, the champion was Chris Adams, UWF, the championship was Terry Gordy, Florida, Lex Luger ruled, Mid-Southern, it was Bam Bam Bigelow, Continental, it was Wendell Cooley, in the Northwest, the champion was Rip Oliver, you see, there was competition, there were brands. 1987 was no different from August 1987. Same thing. Ric Flair was the NWA champion. Nick Bockwinkle, still the AWA champion. Hulk Hogan, still the WWF champion. You had brands, you had competition to choose from and could the WWE Monday Night Raw ratings 
be suffering because technically they have no global competition. Now, there's a side of me that agrees with that thought. Competition. They don't have any. But then I look across the professional wrestling landscape and I see Ring of Honor. And I see New Japan. And I see TNA. And I see what Cody, the American Nightmare, and the Young Bucks did with All In. And I see one CW. Independent. Rampage Pro Wrestling. Primal Conflict Wrestling. ECWA. And MCW. And the other side of me says those ratings could be dwindling because professional wrestling can offer more competition now than it has been able to in the last 10 to 15 years. Ring of Honor, New Japan, you know, they can't compete with the WWE's global stature. But they are giving the WWE one hell of a run for their money. Now, what's that mean to a sales professional? What does that mean to a guy like me out there each and every day beating the streets? It makes me thankful for my competition. You see, if there was no competition, then I would get lazy. I would have no incentive to make sure that my customers and clients are pleased each and every day. If I had no competition, then I wouldn't have to be the best that I could be. And I think the WWE is suffering through some of that. They're not the best right now that they could be. That's my opinion. The ratings, well, they speak for themselves. But in my opinion, you can't grind the same 60 wrestlers through a meat grinder week after week after week and expect the professional wrestling fan, the sports entertainment fan, to swallow that. Maybe that's why I like Ring of Honor. Maybe that's why I like New Japan. Maybe that's why I love our independent professional wrestling scene. So my point in all of this, as a sales professional, be thankful for your competition. Be thankful that there are other businesses and other sales professionals in your vertical driving you and forcing you to be the very best that you can be.
And with that, I'm going to close this edition of Grunt to Grown, Sales Lessons Learned from Professional Wrestling. It has been a pleasure, and it has been an honor, and I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast. If you want to reach out to me with your thoughts, your comments, hit me up at greatamericanthunder at gmail.com. That's greatamericanthunder at gmail.com. You can connect with me on LinkedIn at Benjamin Burroughs and follow me on Twitter at greatamericanthunder at Real Ben Burroughs. Don't forget, you can pick the book up, Grunt to Grown, Sales Lessons Learned from Professional Wrestling at Amazon.com, BarnesandNobles.com, Walmart.com. You can get it for your Kindle. You can get it for your Nook. And uh, you can buy one for your wife. You can buy one for your husband. Buy one for your son. Buy one for your daughter. You know what? If you buy two copies, I might be able to eat tonight. <laughs> Again, thank you for listening to Grunt to Grown, Sales Lessons Learned for Professional Wrestling. And remember, you are the great American thunder on which this nation rolls because nothing happens until something is sold. So quit listening to me. Get out there. Sell something. I am one voice that stands alone. I am one choice to man the throne. Stand guard and take shots. Give it all I got. All I got is this microphone. <laughs>